Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And for today's current mood combo, we are going to talk about 27 things I learned from my 27th year on the planet, the planet Earth. You guys know I turned 28 earlier this month and I kind of, I think I talked about it a few weeks ago about how it's like, I don't know, slightly terrifying. I don't know why we're all so afraid of 30 because like 30 is not that old. People always say that they're like so happy once they turn 30 because they feel like they know themselves and stuff. I mean, maybe it's like a, I don't know, just like a little like biological clock thing, but whatever. I mean, I'm not really that afraid to turn 30. I'm getting over it, but I still like to do kind of like a year in reflection on the 27th year. And I feel like it's just like a different vibe of, I don't know, the new year, I guess, because you can really kind of look at each chapter of your life based on what age you are. And it's like, I don't know, I don't remember like the difference between 2021 and 2022. Like it happened mid mid birthday year. Okay. So I thought it would be fun to do 27 things I learned in my 27th year with you guys. But before that, let's obviously talk best mood and worst mood of the week. You guys, on Monday in just a few days, because this is either Thursday or Friday or maybe a different day of the week for you, I'm not really sure what day boosts your mood with me, but you guys will be able to do it all yourself. Get your journals at shoplornelizabeth.com. So Monday, July 25th, I wanted to release them. My first release of being a 28-year-old, OMG, but I'm so, so, so excited to see what you guys do with them. I feel like we're going to just be able to give each other so many ideas when it comes to best, worst, mood boosters, all that stuff. And since it's a podcast, I guess it's like once they're available, you'll have a visual aid. So we'll talk even more about it. But just wanted to say that this is the last episode before you guys can do best mood, worst mood, and mood boosters with me. But anyway, my best mood this week was I just felt like I've been, I don't know, like chit-chatting a lot and just being like always honest and like open and vulnerable with everyone. Well, not like strangers, but you know what I mean? Like friends and family and stuff like that. And I just, I know we talked about it a while ago about how important it is to be like vulnerable and honest with your friends because you don't realize how much the support is so, so wildly necessary. And it's less scary than being alone and dealing with it all in your head. And it's so much better to like talk. And I feel like a lot of times, especially for me, I think when I'm going through something hard, I like to isolate and I like to not talk to anyone about it. I like to pretend like I'm 
fine. And so I've just been going through like, you know, just normal, like girly stuff, just the usual, nothing crazy. And I just, I don't know. I feel like just talking to my friends about like how I'm feeling, talking to my mom about how I'm feeling and just being like honest, literally, like if I'm having a bad day, like I just say I'm having a bad day instead of pretending like I'm fine and like coming up with an excuse or trying to put a smile on. So I just have noticed over the past couple of weeks that just being able to be like, oh, like this comment on social media, like pissed me off because of this. And then having this like really great conversation with a friend of like well why did it like make you upset would you want to change something and like literally how does it make you feel blah 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 it just is such a much better way to like process stressful things by sharing them with people in just like a casual way because it becomes way less casual when you've like been building up all this stuff for so long and then you just explode and everyone's like whoa are you good and obviously I have very very close friends that I know that I can trust and be vulnerable with and I just think it's so important to have that whether it's within your family within your friend group and even just like being honest with how I'm feeling when it comes to anyone in a sense of oh hey like I actually can you get dinner a different night this week I'm really not feeling good I just like need a night to myself instead of kind of like having that anxiety of okay I need to make up an excuse like but I feel bad is this a is this a good enough excuse should I just go stuff like that like literally just being honest with yourself and like the people that are in your life it just takes this weight off of you and then also allows you to have that support it's just like a win-win situation in general and I know it can be scary but I've noticed the more that I do it the less scary it is and it's just kind of a more freeing feeling because you get to kind of get out of your own head and just like realize that nothing is as bad as it is inside of there and then get like really good advice or just like support or just a better evening and I think my worst mood this week is I'm just down sometimes I think that a lot of people are always like looking to pinpoint why they're down or like why they're not feeling great and of course it's so good to be able to like label stuff and know and get to the root of it but like sometimes it's you know you just you you maybe do know why right it's just like oh like you've had a really stressful time at work but like I want to you know keep going and be positive and like you're not going to be able to be like that all the time and like sometimes you're just down and I think that it's easy to be hard on ourselves for that because it's like you don't want to be down and you want to like you know turn it around and I think for me personally like I'm someone that you know I've had mental health problems like well not I'm not going to say the word problems because I think that's not nice but I've had issues with mental health my whole life I've had depression and anxiety my whole life and like sometimes like I am going to be down or I am going to be anxious and I think that a lot of people I've even noticed, like, since I do share my life online, it's either me trying to explain why I'm feeling that way because it's like I'm sharing myself. And so I feel like I have to give an explanation. And then also I feel like lately since I do share because I want to be honest and, you know, make you guys feel less alone and not feel like you're freaking crazy. I'm like, hey, like it happens to me too. I think people are like then kind of trying to not give me advice because it's like usually like trolls or whatever. But like people will be like, hey, maybe like you should get a nine to five job or like maybe social media isn't good for you or like maybe you should stop complaining or whatever and it's like do people not realize that like you can just be down sometimes and I feel like we need to realize that ourselves right like sometimes you're just down you don't need to be in a good mood all the time you can learn from your worst mood in a sense of hey I'm down like let me maybe when I'm in a better mood think or reflect like what were maybe some contributing factors that I could speed it up next time or at least be more gentle with myself next time but we're human beings 
beings. Like just because I'm down sometimes doesn't mean maybe social media isn't the job for me because there's things I like about it. And also as if having a nine to five job cures depression and anxiety. Like that's just, to me, I think it's like kind of a compilation of, you know, that frustration of I'm down sometimes. And then when I share it, it's like, you know, you kind of let the floodgates open to people kind of commenting on it, which, you know, most of the time is just very supportive and helpful. But I think it's like this thing that we need to realize that like just because people are down sometimes or having a hard time, like doesn't mean that we need advice or we need like a life changing thing. Yes, that is sometimes what we need, but sometimes like we're just down and it's okay. Like that's why I always say to be gentle with yourself because you're allowed to have feelings and you're allowed to be down sometimes in you're not going to be down forever. Like it's just a mood. Like you're going to get through it. It's temporary. So I think that was kind of how I was feeling earlier this week. And I just, I needed to be down. Like I just needed to take some time. I think that I like to put one foot in front of the other and do the next right thing. And sometimes you do just need to take a step back and just lay on the couch and just be a little bit down and, you know, slowly incorporate your mood boosters, not just go balls to the wall. You know, it's just, it's different times, different places, different situations. Like we all need different things at different times and it's okay to be down. Don't you love when you make a small change and suddenly everything becomes so much easier? That's what it's like when you start hiring with Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because no other job site takes care of you like them. Because with Indeed, you only have to pay if an applicant meets your must-have requirements. So it kind of like puts you in control of what you pay for. And there's a very transparent flap fee per application and you can just pause your job posting whenever you want. You're also way more likely, actually 4.5% more likely to get a hire. It's an unbelievably powerful hiring partner and 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed hire great talent fast. Indeed is doing something no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description, like I said. So visit indeed.com slash mood to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash mood indeed.com slash mood terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed for mood boosters this week I wanted to do a follow-up on matcha because I was just talking to you guys about it on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth and I told you guys last week that I've been drinking peak matcha and I've been drinking the sun goddess one because they've obviously a bunch of matchas they're all bioavailable they're you know full spectrum they're ceremonial grade like you guys know I'm a hardcore ingredient snob I just want real ingredients, just good stuff. You know, it's kind of like the opposite of a snob. I'm like, let's make it simple. But anyway, I noticed like literally, I think it was yesterday morning because it's been about like, I don't know, a week and a half now of drinking it every day. I drink like two packets a day. And so my follow-up is I look in the mirror and I notice that I don't have a single zit on my face. And like, I get those little like bumps where it's like, not like those like big pimples, but just like those little annoying bumps. And the reason I think I'm also so shocked is because I usually take spirulactin and that's kind of like what the 
medicine is for. It's for those bumps. And I missed my dermatologist appointment. I haven't gotten a refill. So like I haven't taken it in like a week. And so I was like starting to stress like, oh, I need to make a dermatologist appointment. And so I look in the mirror and I think that's why I was like so shocked because I was like, I'm glowing and I don't have any bumps on my face. Like, yeah, maybe like a couple, but not anything like usual. And especially like I haven't changed anything else in my life at all including skincare, obviously. And I don't even take as good of care of my skin in the summer as I should just because it's like I'm taking a little bit more showers because I'm so active and then sweaty and I just like don't I wash my face and like put on skincare once a day and sometimes I like skip a day if I'd like just worked from home all day like I just like don't like do anything which like I don't know if it's bad or good but I'm just saying like literally matcha is like the only thing that is different and so I posted and a lot of you guys have had similar experiences by like not really drinking coffee and just drinking matcha and then I think it's also a testament to the specific kind as well because the sun goddess matcha said that it like the way that they developed it and like the other stuff in the packet and on the box I posted it on IG says it's like for radiant skin so I was like oh well that makes sense like I've been drinking a matcha for radiant skin like and my skin is radiant so I guess that would uh, add up a little bit and I also make it with water so I don't make it with like any nut milks and I think that a lot of people are starting to realize that a lot of nut milks have some bad ingredients to make it shelf stable and so you know nothing against like oat milk almond milk all that stuff but you should definitely read the ingredients or make your own at home Um, that could be causing a problem I'm not a doctor I'm not a nutritionist just here to share what's inside of my brain and yeah so I was like really really shocked and I mean my mom always said like her skin looked amazing when drinking matcha like that's why I started but I was just I guess like a week and a half and like not a single bump on my face holy crap so that was a mood booster because I'm like wow I mean I definitely feel better drinking matcha anxiety wise but I wasn't expecting for my skin to look absolutely incredible. My next mood booster is actually inspired by one of you guys because you uh, replied to me on Instagram saying this should be a mood booster and you are right and this is why I'm so excited for you guys to have journals because we can give each other tips but I left my food I, I left my food I left my phone at Whole Foods I literally was like completely out of the parking garage down the street about to turn on my street and I went to go grab my phone and it was just like not there and I was like oh shit I think I left it on my cart or at self-checkout and it's interesting though because like that could have been something extremely stressful but I was like not stressed about it at all like I think that's another just little mood boosting tip is like I in my head I was just like I mean it it is what it is like it's not here it's somewhere and I'm gonna have to figure it out but like I'm not freaking out about it I'm not mad about it it's it's it literally is what it is. It's gone. Like now we just have to go find it. So I was definitely proud of myself in that moment. And my mood booster is the kind person that turned it into customer service because, you know, we're in a bustling city and phones are cash. And I was just thinking to myself, someone could have easily seen this in the parking lot and just stolen it. I mean, obviously I find my iPhone and stuff, but being able to just go to customer service and have it be right there. I was like, you love, you know, a small act of kindness. So thank you to that stranger for being my mood booster. My next mood booster has been making my reels and cooking reels. I don't know why I'm so into it. I think it's like nice when you kind of get a little bit creatively inspired. And I think it's just like, I like doing it. So I'm not really worried about like if they do well or not. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't really like taking pictures of myself. So I think that that's 
that's why it's always me or pick. So I was like, oh, why don't I just like start making reels and like I love cooking. And so it's been fun because then I have these like little exciting moments throughout the day to make cooking even more fun and try new things. So it's been nice to kind of like find something you love and incorporate it into what you do, which is just like obviously something we should all try to like small, small, you know, small steps to like incorporate that into our lives. And so I've really been liking doing that the past week or two weeks. And it seems like you guys are like kind of liking it, I think. And cooking is just the best mood booster ever. And I was just like really proud of the reel. And I think that that's allowed to be a mood booster. And then lastly, my final mood booster of the week was cozy nights on the couch. I had two like little cozy nights I stayed in on Saturday night. And I just had like, you know, I had a good week and everything like that. And I just decided to like light a candle, binge watch Nashville, order myself a pizza. I have this like big comfy couch now. I just like literally had the best time staying in on a Saturday, which like is obviously unlike me because we've been going out a lot. So I think it was just like an added mood booster because I like it was a Saturday because I feel like it's like obviously I'm going to stay home on the weeknights or whatever. But I just, I don't know. It was just like I loved doing that and like having a clean apartment. And then last night I did the same thing where I made popcorn. I lit the candle. I think I've just been spending more time on the couch and it's nice because like as a depression girly I think it's really easy to spend all your time in bed and so I think now that I really have been making this more homey here and having all the new stuff which you've seen online it's just like so nice to be able to like light a candle turn off the lights make a tea or like have a glass of wine depending on the night and just have popcorn or pizza just like doing it like at least once or twice a week it's just like so 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 nice like such a freaking mood booster I'm like honestly excited to do it again this weekend like legit okay so I obviously got a blender as well as you guys have probably seen because I didn't have one before and I don't know if I mentioned it but (laughs) yeah that I lost that in a breakup once anyway so a new product I've been using is Aura's Trust Your Gut Probiotic and Prebiotic and I really like it because like I literally just said I love things that are effective and I love things that have good ingredients and so I was really really impressed with them they're actually health.com's like number one thing it's plant-based and it's found by a chef so it's like so they really prioritize taste and formula which I find really really fun and cool and it basically supports optimal digestive health and healthy gut bacteria so it's like great support for bloating and just kind of common digestive issues but also having a healthy mix of probiotics in your gut have been linked to having a strong immune system so that stuff can even impact your mood obviously just everything kind of starts from your gut right we always talk about how important that is I think that gut health is so important for your mood and mental health and so that's like one of the main reasons why I try to take care of it as well. So Aura's product actually has significantly more prebiotics compared to other leading probiotic supplements and prebiotics are really, really important. I didn't know that a few years ago and it's basically a special type of fiber that helps support the health and growth of beneficial certain bacteria in the gut and a high prebiotic content is like crucial for the efficiency of the actual probiotic, right? So if you're just taking a probiotic and not a prebiotic, you're like really not getting the actual thing that probiotic's supposed to be doing. So if you didn't already know that, you should know that for sure. So they have it in a capsule or a powder format. So you can do it for smoothies, adding it to oatmeal, or you can do the capsule. And it's third-party tested for all common allergens like gluten and dairy. It literally has over a thousand five-star reviews, so not just me. And it's available at the Vitamin Shop, GNC, Ulta Beauty, Walgreens. So if you're like just, you know, a Walgreens girly like me, you can just pick it up. They have over 10,000 five-star reviews from happy online customers. And it is clean. They're radically transparent. They have an obsessive focus on quality control. It's just absolutely amazing. I love companies that we can trust you guys. 
You have nothing to lose. You should try Aura's products. If you're not happy for any reason, you can within 60 days get a full refund. No questions asked. Get 30% off your first subscription when you text MOOD to 64000. So text MOOD to 64000 and get 30% off your first subscription. That's MOOD to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Aura Organics slash terms. Okay, guys, let's talk 27 things I learned at 27. I obviously wrote it out in a list. Um, so let's start with number one. Number one is feel your fucking feelings. I think that it is so crucial. I mean, we kind of just talked about it in worst mood to let yourself cry, let yourself be sad, let yourself grieve. And also let yourself be happy. Let yourself feel good. Like literally everything, just don't shove things down. Don't save it for a rainy day. Just get it over with now, honestly. If that's not enough, I think like when you go through a breakup or when you lose something or someone, like whether it's from death or literally just a friendship, anything, a job, just feel your feelings. Like you will have to deal with it eventually. So why not deal with it now so you can move on? Like you don't have to just like be strong. Being strong is actually feeling your feelings and dealing with it too. The narrative you create in your head isn't always true. I have a really easy time creating these narratives in my head of I'm an idiot. I'm so dumb. Everything's wrong. My life sucks. I'm ugly. Really just stupid narratives of even like everything's my fault when like in reality, like it takes two to tango. Just so many different things that the narrative in our head of why we're doing something, the choices we make, everything like isn't always true. And that's why I think it's so important to get out of your head. And that's something I do in therapy all the time is she's constantly reminding me like the narrative I'm spinning in my head isn't necessarily true. And we break it down and we figure out like why that I'm making that the narrative and what really happened because it's really, really easy to lie to ourselves and kind of look at a situation and put all the pieces together in our head and be like, well, that's what happened. And it's like, well, did it really happen like that? Like, are you really the worst person in the world or X, Y, and Z? So I think that it's really important to not always believe the narratives you create in your own head because you created them. And can you can you really trust that little, you know, anxiety part of yourself sometimes? Three, no one is thinking about you as much as you are. I think we all can relate to this of like laying our head down on our pillow at night thinking about all the things we think we did wrong or an embarrassing moment or something we said to someone. And it's like, no one's probably thinking about that embarrassing thing. Even like in the moment, like at the gym, like no one's really thinking about you and looking at looking at you or judging you. Like everyone's thinking about themselves and doing the same thing you're doing about themselves. So remind yourself that when you're trying new things, when you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, no one's really thinking about you as much as you think they are. Number four, when people want to walk away, you have to let them. This was something I was extremely terrible at in my younger 20s. And I think I've become a lot better at in my 27th year because I've had multiple situations where people weren't, you know, ready to kind of get on the same page and be partners and 
not maybe invested in the relationship, whatever it is, or even a friend, whatever it is, all this stuff applies to everything, right? But I think that if someone's willing to walk away, you have to let them. And I think that what's meant for you is going to come for you, whether it's that person or another person. And as much as it hurts and you want it to be that person, if it's going to work out the right way, you have to let them at least walk away first. And you don't need to beg. You don't need to force situations. You have to kind of like take what life throws at you. And if that's something or someone leaving, like you have to let it go. It's really, really hard, but it honestly becomes a lot easier because you realize like what you deserve and you realize that the people that are meant to stay in your life actually just show up and they stay. They don't walk away. So you have to let people willing to walk away go. Number five, it really does all make sense in hindsight. I think this is also why it's so important to let people and things go because as much as it hurts in the moment, it will make sense in hindsight. It's not going to make sense right now, but you're going to look back in a month, two months, three months and literally think, wow, I'm so glad that that went the way it did because I'm happier now or I found somebody else or I got an even better job or I even just learned so much. I think it's so easy to just be so scared of people leaving or things changing or whatever it is. It's so easy to focus on the hurt, but you have to remember that most things in your life thus far have made sense in hindsight or worked out for the better. And if they haven't yet, it will make sense in hindsight. It really will. Number six, you don't have to know anything. Like you don't have to always have an answer. You don't always have to have a solution. You don't always have to have a next step. You don't have to know. You're allowed to figure it out. You're allowed to mess up. Admitting you don't know is actually so much stronger and honest and impressive than pretending you do know and just doing things so that you're doing things and making decisions and of course there's times to fake it till you make it but you don't have to know everything you don't have to know where you're going to be in five years you don't have to know where you're going to be in 10 years you don't have to know the solution right now you don't have to know everything seven you are allowed to course correct and change you didn't know there's no right or wrong there's literally just choices and You're allowed to change. You're allowed to course correct. You're allowed to go back on your word. You're allowed to say, oh, I thought I was going to like living in this city and I actually don't anymore. Oh, I thought I was going to like doing this mood booster every single morning and I changed my mind. I want to find something better for me. Just because you decide something doesn't mean you're not allowed to course correct and change. I think we associate it with failing and giving up and I think that succeeding is actually course correcting and changing and growing. Eight, balance is possible and always changing. I think it's always changing because different things are important at different times and you're going to have to juggle them a little bit and balance them, but you can balance things. You can have a full life. You don't have to find a perfect balance because it's always going to be shifting, but you're allowed to have all these different things in your life that make you happy. You're allowed to have friends. You're allowed to have a partner. You're allowed to have a career. You're allowed to have hobbies. Like you can have a balance in your life you don't have to just be one thing you can have fun and still be successful you can work out and still eat pizza like balance is the reason why those things are so amazing is because you get to do the other things it's not about being perfect it's about having a full life and there's going to be different times where you want to prioritize different things and that's okay like 
you know what, I have been balancing fun and work for a little bit and I do really want to focus on work more. It doesn't mean that you have no fun. It's not black and white. It's just maybe like making that a higher priority in the balance. Like that's totally cool. Number nine, friends and family will always be more important than quote unquote success. If you are miserable or if you are working, working, working and just, I don't know, not making time for the people that are important in your life, that's the stuff you're going to regret. And I think that there's nothing wrong with putting that into your balance. I think you won't regret sharing a life with people you love and making memories, making time for people. Like you can do that. And whatever you think success is, I think success is building a beautiful life with people you love and wealth in a sense of money and all this stuff. Like it's not as important as people. just is not and experiences and memories and stuff obviously we all have to work obviously we all have to pay our bills but there's kind of like a point where it's like why are we so obsessed with being you know the top of the food chain the best of the best like just in a certain sense of like there comes a moment where you realize like you're okay and you're doing well and you're allowed to have ambition you're allowed to want to be great but you should make sure you're prioritizing a life full of love with others 10, you don't need as much stuff as you think you do. I think that 27 is the year that I just was over everything. I think that I kind of like I was just saying, like I just don't think success is literally being the richest person on the planet and having the biggest house and the nicest things and the most stuff. I think that it is, like I said, having a life that's full of fun and laughter and love and doing something that you love. Maybe you don't like it all the time, but you love it. And yeah, you can pay your bills and do this and do cool things, but you don't need as much stuff as you think. I mean, I literally downsized from a big house to a one-bedroom apartment. I got rid of literally almost half of the things I own, actually probably over half of the things I own. And I sold my car Um, I just, I don't value things materially as much because yeah, of course there's stuff that I love. Like I love having fresh flowers. I love having cute kitchen decor. I love all that stuff, but you know, you don't need everything. You don't need all of it. You don't need the most expensive version. Like you can just get the Amazon purse as opposed to the super expensive purse. Um, you just don't need as much stuff as you think you do. I think there's some stuff that's super fun and some stuff I like spending my money on, but you don't need everything. You don't need what everyone else has. You just need stuff that you can afford that makes you happy because it's cute and you like it. And yeah, you don't need to go broke trying to fit in. Number 11, don't put people on pedestals. I think that I do this with a lot of people in my personal life and it's so easy to obviously do it with people on social media. So obviously it goes to the, you know, don't compare yourself to others. Like that is literally just only ruining your self-worth and your own life because nothing is as good as it seems. But I feel like I oftentimes put people on pedestals. I see my friends as perfect. I see guys that I start to fall in love with as perfect. And I put all these people on pedestals because I think that they do life so much better than me and they're so perfect. And I just make them out to be the these perfect people that I need to be more like and you know I think a lot of times people probably see you that way and it's just not healthy to put people on pedestals because then it's almost like 
you're trying to win their love instead of being loved exactly as you are and you deserve to be loved exactly as you are so when you put someone on a pedestal it just shifts the power dynamic and it's not healthy for you or your relationships number 12 you deserve to have your needs met you don't have to sacrifice in relationships you have to compromise at times but respectfully and honestly and there's different turns to compromise you don't have to sacrifice your needs and your wants in a relationship your needs deserve to be met if you are someone that needs quality time in a relationship someone should know that those are your needs and they need to meet them to love you and to be loved by you and I just think that it's so easy to bend over backwards and mold ourselves to another person and not have our needs met and instead of losing them and we deserve to have our needs met because what are we so afraid of losing if we're not even having our needs met number 13 vulnerability and honesty is less scary than hiding this goes for every part of my life i think that the moment i told everyone how i was feeling after like a breakup and all that stuff on the internet it just felt freeing i felt like my content got better my work ethic got better When I tell my friends what's really going on with me, I feel more supported. I feel more confident. I feel more loved. I just think that being vulnerable is so scary and it's so easy to kind of just like put our heads down and work through it. But I think there's actually so much more available to you when you lift your head up and actually just live honestly and authentically and vulnerably because the people that are meant to stay in your life are not going to walk away when you're vulnerable and honest they're going to sit there with you and help you. And like we said, if someone walks away once you're vulnerable and honest, well, let them go. Quick break to talk to you guys about Pepper. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like I'm not exactly the most um, large-breasted woman. And I was so excited when Pepper sent me bras because they are designed for small-chested women with double A to B cups. They're founded by women and their bras provide perfect fit and flattering lift with no more cup gaps. Because sometimes I do like to wear bras when it's like a certain outfit or I do kind of want like my boobs to look a little bit bigger. Like, sorry, like on a first date, like I don't want to look like flat-chested. I'm just saying. And Pepper bras really are so comfortable. I was so impressed. Like there's no uncomfortable like padding or or anything like that their customers really love their bras pepper has sold a million bras in just five years and the mission is to inspire women to embrace and celebrate your body as is because i'm not interested in like making my boobs like actually like cosmetically bigger but like sometimes like you want that like bra experience they're made for small chested women by small chested women and other companies are led by men. They're designed to make you feel positive, empowered, and love your body. They've been featured in BuzzFeed, Oprah Daily, Glamour, CNN, NBC, Pop Sugar. They're literally so cute, so comfortable. No more cup gaps, just like amazingness. Embrace the flat and flattering with bras that celebrate your body exactly as it is. Get 20% off your first order when you go to wearpepper.com mood. That's W-E-A-R pepper.com mood to get 20% off your first order. That's W-E-A-R pepper.com slash mood. 
you guys have to try it out number 14 you don't need to justify your choices to anyone this was like something I struggled with and learned when I was in my 27th year because I thought I needed to like explain myself I thought I owed people justification of my choices and it's like you really don't need to explain yourself to anyone like you just need to do what's best for yourself and you need to figure out your own life on your own terms and make the decision that's best for you you don't need to explain why to people especially people that you think aren't going to understand like why do you need to you know win over someone's opinion about your choice it's your life it's your body it's it's you it's like you don't owe anyone anything and I think it's really empowering when you realize that because it's already scary making a choice but I think taking off that layer of having to justify it to whether it's people in your personal life or the internet or whatever it is you don't need to do that like why why would you have to you know, of course you can explain just if you want to, you know, connect, inspire, whatever, but you don't need to justify. You don't need to prove yourself. Number 15, you have to show up as yourself, not as who you think you need to be for someone else. This kind of goes to really that molding, bending over backwards, people pleasing, like you don't need to show up as a version of yourself that you think fits best with who you're showing up to, whether that's as a girlfriend, a friend, a daughter, or a business person. Like, You don't need to change yourself for other people's needs. You can obviously meet people's needs the same way you deserve yours to be met, but you need to show up authentically as yourself. You don't need to pretend to be someone you're not to fit in or to make someone feel better. You just need to be you. Number 16, you don't have to like everything about yourself to love yourself. I think that we forget that a lot. It doesn't mean that we think we're perfect. It doesn't mean that we have blind confidence. It doesn't mean that we like everything about ourselves but that doesn't mean you can't love yourself because number 17 love is an action for instance taking care of yourself drinking the matcha going on a walk having dinner with friends that's loving yourself you're doing something for yourself and showing yourself you love yourself like you don't need to like yourself all the time and be proud of yourself all the time and do everything perfectly all the time to love yourself love is an action and I think realizing all these little things you do do for yourself, maybe you actually love yourself more than you think. 18, making yourself proud is more rewarding than external validation. It's really the small habits and goals and things that we do that we're proud of ourselves that really fill us up more and build overall love and confidence towards ourselves than getting that like external validation from other people in our lives I think that it's really exciting and fun when you get external validation but like that's not sustainable and it's also like not consistent because there's so many little ways you can make yourself proud of yourself throughout a day it really really boosts overall mood in general and I think it's just more rewarding because like you're really doing something for you and then you really feel proud of yourself and it's not a quick fix of external validation. It's really a lot more meaningful and powerful when it comes from you. 19, there is no right or wrong, just choice. I was always focused on making the right decision and making the right choice and I just realized there's literally no right or wrong choice there's just choice things are going to happen you're going to make the choice things are going to happen 
That doesn't mean that you made the wrong choice. You just made a choice. There's no right or wrong. Why why is something right and why is something wrong? I mean, I'm not talking about murder, y'all. Like, I'm just talking about, like, a business decision or a living decision or whatever it is. Like, if you're just making a choice for yourself, there's no right or wrong. Like, your life's going to go on. It doesn't mean you have to deem it as bad or good. It just is, you know? If you decide to move, it doesn't mean, oh, I made the wrong decision. I shouldn't have moved. It wasn't wrong. It was just a choice and you learned. It's all good. Number 20, it's okay to be okay and it's okay to not be okay. I think that this just goes without saying that obviously it's okay to not be okay. But I think what I really learned is it's also okay to be okay. You don't have to wait for the other shoe to drop. You don't have to look for something to be wrong. You can actually just be okay and be okay with being okay. It's kind of nice. Number 21, surrendering isn't giving up. It's giving over. It's freedom. I think we talked a lot about surrendering the past couple years. And I feel like we've had some amazing podcast guests talk about it. And I just think that giving up and giving over isn't actually giving up. It's like not failing. It's like literally just surrendering to what the universe has in store for you and just trusting that everything's going to be okay. It's kind of like letting go. I think that it's just so powerful to hand it over. Just give it over. Like let go of the worrying. Let go of the control. Let go of the force. Like let things just happen. Take all of your anxiety and your worry and your stress and just literally surrender. Surrender to the outcome. And just focus on the process and have faith that things are going to work out. Number 22, peace is the goal, not happiness. I think that peace comes with knowing you're going to be okay no matter what life throws at you and being able to get through it. I think that obviously we always say if you're happy all the time, you're a serial killer because that's just not possible. But I think peace comes from like being able to spend time by yourself, being able to handle tough situations and not completely crumble the way you once would. Um, I think that peace is just kind of like a simpler, easy, more easygoing way of living your life. That is the goal, not being happy or being perfect. I think that just being at peace with the shit that life throws at you or the process that you have to go through to deal with that shit or ups or downs, just not being on this roller coaster and striving so hard for such extremes, just peace is the goal. Number 23, there are so many people that love you exactly as you are. I think that this is so easy to forget when we get rejected. It is so easy to take for granted the people that love us exactly as we are. The people that know us, they know the good, the bad, the ugly, and they still love us. And we get so worked up about the people that don't or the people that let us go or the people that reject us we forget that there are so many people that love us exactly as we are and if they do we should too and we will find more people that do as well number 25 shit's gonna happen no matter what like I said so there's no point in worrying before it does I think that this kind of just comes to play especially too when things are going good or when thinking about the future of like where am I gonna be in five years I just like always remember like wow I have so much life left to live so much shit's already happened in my life and like shit's gonna keep happening no matter what like I couldn't have planned for any of the shit that's happened 
happened the past year, but I got through it. So like, why am I worried of like what shit's going to happen next? Like it's going to happen no matter what. So worrying is not going to change that. It's like, that's why peace is the goal, right? And just knowing that like your life's not going to be perfect. Like things are going to go wrong and just kind of being able to be like, eh, well, it'll be what it'll be. Shit's going to happen no matter what. Someone's going to get mad at you. Something's going to go wrong at your job. You're going to get stressed. All this stuff. Like just like don't worry about it because number 26 you've gotten through a hundred percent of the shit that life has thrown at you so far like you have gotten through every single thing that you didn't think you could and I think why this is extra important to me is being a little bit older and going through really hard stuff I think that like when I you know lose um, a relationship I think well I already have gotten through it once before like there's nothing like your first heartbreak right but when you get heartbroken the second time it still sucks it's still not easy but you just remember like I've actually already gotten through this before so I'm I'm gonna get through it again like I'm gonna be okay it doesn't mean I'm okay right now in that moment but you have a hundred percent track record of giving through every obstacle life has thrown at you whether that's losing a friend losing a loved one losing a job none of those things are easy but you have to recognize that you've gotten through some shit and you have to give yourself credit for how far you've come and when something happens that you think oh this is going to be what breaks me it's like but why you've already gotten through so much and you know you're going to get through this too so just like remember your track record it's a hundred percent number 27 i think this is the most recent one and we talked about this the past couple weeks is keep the promises you make to yourself that's how we said last week builds confidence it's keeping the promises you make to yourself and i think that this can come up in so many ways of like mood boosters like you never regret a mood booster right I've never regretted a workout ever like I feel amazing after and so it's kind of like keeping promises within your routine and within your lifestyle but also keep the promises you make to yourself when it comes to how you want to be treated by others I think that when you say I promise to not beg for someone and let them walk away keep that promise it is going to be hard in the moment, but you're going to be so proud of yourself of how much you've grown to keep those bigger promises to yourself of not letting people treat you the way you don't deserve to be treated. And then also treating yourself the way you want to treat yourself by promising to treat yourself with respect, with love. It all goes hand in hand. You keeping those promises of how you deserve to be treated within your own mind and within your own life, that is what builds confidence and builds growth and creates literally the best version of yourself. That ultimately applies to this entire entire list that is my list of 27 things I learned at 27 it's basically a summary of like everything we've talked about the past year every little thing I wanted to make sure I remember going into 28 and just being able to be proud of ourselves too because it's like even if you had a horrible year a chaotic year like I did if I do say so myself look at how many things we learned like holy crap that's like something to be proud of when I look at 27, it's so easy to be like, wow, I mean, ugh, look at all that shit I had to figure out. But when I look at it through this list, I'm like, wow, I learned so much and I feel like pretty, really good. Like, cool. Like, we, we did it. So I highly recommend even you making your own list if you feel so inclined. I'll post mine on Instagram at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Don't forget to go to shoplaurenelizabeth.com on the 25th so we can start journaling together. I'm so excited to just keep talking more about it and vlogging it. YouTube.com slash love Lauren Elizabeth. New vlog is up. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast give us five stars and send to someone who you think needs to hear this week's mood boosting chit chat thank you guys so much for listening and i'll talk to you next week bye